You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the POV podcast. I'm Al Firdaus from Astro Radio News, and we're here to listen to Datuk Sri Nazir Razak's point of view on how he entered the banking world and CIMB. How are you, Datuk? Good, thank you, Al. All right, okay, so let's jump right into it. The CIMB era in your life, right? So what is the best and the worst experience you ever had when you went into CIMB? I joined CIMB back in 1989 at a time when it was difficult to get jobs. I was so determined to be successful and yet I wasn't properly qualified because I did just economic and politics degree and CIMB at that time very numbers based, very counting based and there was no training scheme. You just get thrown in the deep end. So I had a really tough first two to three years and in the book I recount some incidences where you know my work was so bad uh, that my boss even threw the work I did uh, which is prepared a submission to the government which is a really four inch thick book he threw it at my head because it was so bad and that was the beginning of my career it was tough there were many good times I think the proudest moment was when we launched the new CIMB group which was back in 2006 after we had you know acquired Bank Putra and Southern Bank launched it with CIMB and we became what we call a universal bank and that was a transformative uh, event for us we went from an investment bank with about a few hundred staff to a universal bank of about 15,000 staff so it was a transformative moment and we changed the brand and we set new standards in many ways so that was a very exciting time. Right so you have an educational background in economics and you also had a chance to venture into the world of politics but why did banking become your chosen career path? By accident. And I came back from the UK with a master's degree in uh, economics and politics. And, you know, those days I did my master's at Cambridge. And those days it was very left, very socialist and everything good was done by the state. So when I came back to Malaysia, I fully intended to join the civil service. But then my brothers said, look, you know, things have changed. And, uh, you know, we think you should go into the corporate sector. I'm very obedient that way in those days. So corporate sector it was. And then they said, why don't you join a merchant bank where you can just, you know, have have a bird's eye view of the Malaysian corporate sector, spend a couple of years there and then join a proper company. That was how it started. And then, of course, I joined the bank, uh, loved it so much and never left. Right. So the evolution of the Malaysian banking and corporate sector has undergone many phases over the years. How does one enhance the leadership traits that one needs to build institutions for the future, Malaysia-wise? Well, I think, you know, globally, there are a lot of lessons in institution building that we should take on board. And I think, you know, we went through a good phase of the early 2000s when we had this thing called GLC Transformation Program. And I remember Kazana wrote a lot of good guidebooks in terms of how companies should be governed, etc. And I think those guidebooks remain relevant today in terms of how one builds an institution. Unfortunately, not enough companies practice those these days. So... I think we should go through a period of revisiting those principles that were written, both in the case of public companies as well as private companies. To quote what you said earlier, and to quote as well in your book, What's in a Name, I had become a banker almost by accident, which is incredibly 
funny to hear, you know. <laughs> it is actually to become a banker by accident. So you also wanted to follow your father's footsteps as a public servant, but your brothers, as you said, pointed out that the power then was with politicians and the private sector. So instead, you had chosen to work for a small merchant bank, ranking only seventh in asset size and as employee 69, had grown CIMB to be a universal bank and ASEAN's top investment bank. So I think it's safe to say that you've had quite the life experience. So my next question is, what would you share with the youth, with the younger generation who are looking to chart their own career path? And what are the road bumps that they can expect along the way? Well, I think you should always assume that it's a very bumpy road. It always is. That's one. Two is, I think, the most powerful trait one can have in building one's own career is the ability to understand oneself. I always joke that uh, I refer to this as the man in the mirror concept. Michael Jackson was probably before your time, <laughs> but great song. And what it told me was that I look in the mirror every day and understand that person. What are his strengths? What is his weakness? Double down on the strengths and come up with mitigations for the weakness. Uh, for instance, you know, when I became CEO, I was very, very young and I knew I was hot-tempered, I was impatient, etc. So I hired a lot of grey hairs around me, you know. Uh, it's very, very important that you understand yourself as the very, very start. All right. Okay, thank you so much. And that's a wrap on Datuk Sri Nazir Razak's point of view and thank you for listening to the POV Podcast.